listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks, coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can stream us from the web at radiolex.us. Amber Turner and I are both broadcasting from the Deborah Hensley Studios here at Radiolex on North Limestone. It is our Thanksgiving special. It is November the 25th, 2021. Amber, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It, this is one of my favorite holidays. Not my favorite, but a close, close second. Well, that's good to know. I'm going to keep that noted. So, I'm assuming that you and your family has already had supper? Yes. Well, I got to ask... What'd you have? Okay, so this year we actually smoked a turkey breast. So, yeah, experienced my first smoked turkey breast. Yeah. It's a life changer. That sounds really delicious. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning us on on this Thanksgiving day. Hopefully you are enjoying the holiday with your family. I know that it has been a busy, busy Thanksgiving for me already this morning. I have a lot of Thanksgiving traditions that I'm always doing. I said this morning, <laughs> look, I'm already befuzzled. A lot of th- There's a lot of Thanksgiving traditions that my family and I do. And Amber, I'm sure that you're and your family has traditions that you've always done. No, well, you gotta think. I come from a very <laughs> non-traditional family, so... So did you guys sometimes skip Thanksgiving? Um, you know, it just depended on what side of the family I was with. You know, now, you know, I, I spend the holidays with my Turner family. And, you know, our only tradition is uh, mommy makes really good food. Well, Amber, like I said, people do Thanksgiving traditions. There is the biggest one, which is the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Parade. Did you get a chance to watch that this morning? I actually do not watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I feel like I told you that last year, too. Yeah, well, it's it's a spectacle to see all of those balloon floats. Yeah. It's I, nice. They kind of scare me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Well, if you don't watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, like a lot of people, there's other traditions that families do. Do you break the wishbone for good luck? One, I will fight to get the wishbone, 100%. So why is that even a thing? Like, where did that come from, the wishbone from the turkey? I, I'm sure there's probably some kind of, like, you know, backstory to it. I just remember my cousins growing up, when we would get together, they would fist fight to get that wishbone. And I was like, what is all this chaos about a bone in a, in a, in a bird? What, the, what is this? So how does it work? You, I think that... Two people have to be involved in this, correct? Yep, you have. And one gets on one end, one gets on the other, and then you both break the bone, you pull on it, yep. and whoever has the longer piece, your wish comes true, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, and that dates back from, I don't know where that come from, though. I don't know the historical meaning behind the wishbone, do you? I don't. Maybe I'll have to do some digging. There is obviously the big tradition on Thanksgiving that the majority of families do, and that's eat 
a big Thanksgiving meal, which Amber and I have both already done. And this is one of my favorite traditions to do on Thanksgiving, and I haven't got to do yet because I've been going full speed all day, taking a nap. Mm. That's one of the best Thanksgiving traditions that you can do is take a nap. And Amber, do you ever get tired after you eat a turkey? Absolutely. There's a reason behind that. There is a chemical in turkey that makes you tired. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you know what that chemical is called? Oh, it's like trip. Tryptophan. There we go. Is that how I? Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, sh- I'm gonna go with what you said. But I know it. It's a si- roundabout the right word. It's a scientific chemical. I mean, it's proven that that does cause it causes relaxation and drowsiness and sleepiness, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of people pass out like a big old possum on a rock after Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> no, I pass out because I eat way too much and my body can't handle no more. Well, if you didn't take a nap. You're probably very tired if you've already eaten Thanksgiving turkey. Another tradition that people do is share what you were most thankful for on Thanksgiving. I know that my family does that a lot. We go around the table and we talk about what we're thankful for. Amber, since we're on the subject, what do you have to be thankful for in the year 2021? Oh my goodness, you are putting me on the hot spot today. I'm just going to say I'm thankful for my health, I'm thankful for my family, and I'm thankful for the growth that we have had uh, in 2021 with Off the Cuff. Absolutely. Well, I kind of want to piggyback off of that. I am thankful for my health. We made it through a year without catching COVID, and I'm very happy about that. My family never caught it. Uh, There was no serious uh, illness, really, in my family. And I'm also thankful for the house that I built this Mm -hmm. year. I want to thank the Lord for that. I am also thankful for the new truck that I got this year. (laughs) So... A lot of things that I needed to make right in my life, like a new vehicle, a new place to stay, I got it in 2021. So it's been a nice year. Been your glow up year. Yes, it has. Well, kinda. It just I think just uh, apples finally fro- uh, falling off the trees that you had already planted. But it is the time to be thankful. Uh, Thanksgiving. That's what it's all about. To just talk about your blessings and to be appreciative. One of my favorite traditions on Thanksgiving is sitting around after dinner and watching football. Okay. Watching American football is such a great Thanksgiving tradition to have. A lot of families adopted this because football is America's sport. Mm-hmm. America loves it. It's It's been something that's been done since the 1800s. As early as 1876, as a matter of fact. Wow. The NFL definitely likes to put their games on Thanksgiving because it brings and draws a big crowd. For those wondering, and I'm sure most people have already watched football, but the football games today, we had earlier, we had the Bears at the Lions. That was on Fox. And then in just a couple moments, the Raiders and Cowboys will kick off on CBS. And then later tonight at 8.20 p.m., the Bills face the Saints on NBC. So a lot of good football going on today on Thanksgiving. And also a new tradition I feel like that a lot of people have adopted 
on Thanksgiving is something called Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah. And I'm a big fan of that because sometimes your friends are your family. Absolutely. And you don't always have to get together with your blood relatives to spend a holiday. You can spend it with the people you care the most about, and sometimes that's your closest friends. So I'm a big advocate of Friendsgiving. Are you telling me that we need to make a turkey at the house? Is that your subtle way? I really I wouldn't be opposed to it. <laughs> it's something that I feel like that brings and draws friends closer, and you have a more appreciative sense of their friendship when you have something like a Friendsgiving. Well, yeah. You get to show your appreciation. And they ain't nothing better than walking into somebody's house and having a big feast. Another tradition that a lot of people have on Thanksgiving, and I've done this some years. I didn't do it today. I did it a couple years in the past, but running a marathon. You know, you have told me about that before, and I just have to ask, why? It's... I don't know. I, it's not enjoyable. Yeah. You get really, really tired. But isn't that kind of like dinner. a family thing, though, that you all do? Yeah, my family does it. I don't know. I've got runners in my family. Yeah. And they like to run, and they run marathons all of the time. So they ask me to participate when I'm visiting them. They yeah. say, do you want to come and run the marathon with us? And I'm like, sure. And it's usually like a 5K, which is only three miles. But it makes sense because you get to run off and burn all those calories before you feed your gut. All of those calories. No way. Well, a big Thanksgiving tradition starts, Amber, in just a couple hours, actually. Black Friday sales will kick off. Black Friday is complete chaos, as everybody knows. I enjoy being a spectator Uh, of Black Friday. I love watching people act ridiculous. I love watching people act ridiculous over something. Dish rags. Dish rags. (laughs) Bed sheets. Towels. Barbie dolls. And I've said this before on the show. I'm glad that I have a job to where I don't have to knock somebody in the head over a bath towel. Over a yeah. Over a discounted I was going to say Tupperware. I feel like Tupperware is where people really bring the heat. They <laughs> want that good Tupperware. Yeah, and it's just for a discount. And yeah, the discounts are outstanding on Black Friday. Sometimes you can get things over 60-70% off, but it ain't worth going to jail over. It ain't worth hurting somebody over. Mm, it ain't worth somebody hitting you in the back of the heels with a buggy to, to get that collapsible Ziploc set. I'm sure there will be I'm sure there will be videos posted online of people acting silly on Black Friday, and we'll have to address them next week on the show. Oh, my favorite one is from our hometown. Well, I guess not my hometown, your hometown, Walmart in Wattsburg. It was a few years ago, and they were indeed fighting over dish rags. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) I'll have to try to find that one. Okay, and then finally, if you don't, have any of those traditions and you're looking for a tradition uh, to start giving back is a great tradition to do on thanksgiving because not only is this the day to appreciate things but it's the it could be a day to also reciprocate Mm -hmm. and give back a lot of people go to uh, food drives they donate canned foods they serve food to the homeless Do something selfless on Thanksgiving. Yeah, put yourself out into your community. Absolutely. I think that would be a... I think that's just the way to go. I I think that's just... I think that's what people should do. So, I'm excited that 
I'm just not excited about when you asked me to run a 5K with you on Thanksgiving. I'm excited, though, that Black Friday is coming because <laughs> I plan on getting some deals tonight. Wait, are we, are we going out tonight? Do you want to go with me? We're going out tonight. All right. If Okay. I might be one of See those shoppers. See us in Black Friday shopping. Look for <laughs> off the cuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got lots more Thanksgiving topics to talk about right here on Off the Cuff. They want to hit a Thanksgiving song. All right. All right. This is uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Also joined by Amber, as I am always. This is Adam Sandler's version of the Thanksgiving song. He's always coming up with some ridiculous song on the holidays. Yeah, and I love him. He's got this. He's got the The Hanukkah song. Happy Hanukkah song for those who don't really celebrate Christmas. Exactly. So good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. Some people, you either love or hate Adam Sandler. I, and you know what? There are people in this world that are right, and there are people in this world that are wrong, and the wrong people don't love Adam Sandler. Thanks anyways. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Okay, that's enough. Amber, Thanksgiving is a time where families get together and they sit around the table. And then you always got that relative that likes to bring the corny jokes on the holidays. Oh, yeah. There's the famous Thanksgiving joke. So in honor of Thanksgiving, I've got a few Thanksgiving jokes to share with you. Are you a fan of knock-knock jokes? I, I... I'm either about to be or not about to be. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Normally. Normally who? Normally, I don't drink and eat this much. Oh, jeez. Knock, knock. Who's there? Tamara. Tamara who? Tamara will eat all the leftovers. Oh, jeez. Knock, knock. Who's there? Annie. Annie who? Anybody seen the turkey? Oh, God. Knock, knock. Who's there? Arthur. Arthur who? Are there any leftovers? Oh, God. Knock, knock. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Who's there? Don. Don who? Don eat all the gravy. I want some more. Oh, my God. Okay, here's some more. Why did they let the turkey join the band? I don't know. Because he had his own drumsticks. <laughs> what do you call a running turkey? I have no clue. Fast food. Oh, God. <laughs> and then finally... Why did the turkey cross the road? I don't know. He wanted people to think he was a chicken. Oh, Lord. (laughs) My family told me to (laughs) stop telling Thanksgiving jokes, but I said I couldn't quit cold turkey. Oh, God. I see what you did there. You see what I did there? (laughs) Yeah, jokes is always a great way to break the ice. Sometimes that's the hardest part is just breaking the ice because you're sitting around the table with family members that you haven't seen in a couple months a lot of the times. Sometimes you've not seen them all year, and then sometimes relatives come in and they've not been in in years. So it can be a little awkward. You don't really know what to say. You don't know how to start the conversation. So I'm actually 
going to give you guys some tips on conversation starters to start with your family today on Thanksgiving. Now, you want to avoid certain topics. You want to avoid topics like politics. Well, there goes my Thanksgiving. Religion. There it is. Money. Yep. Family drama and gossip. Nah, we ain't big on that. Exes. I mean. Gun control. Yeah. Abortion. Yeah. Dietary preferences. And others' lifestyle choices. All of those things, if you can avoid those things, you could probably most likely have a peaceful Thanksgiving dinner. But if you're searching for a conversation starter with your family at the dinner table, it's always a safe bet to talk about entertainment. Talk about what kind of shows that you're watching on Netflix or what kind of shows that they're watching on Netflix. It's a good way to kind of get to know somebody, what they like, their interests, what what they like to do in their spare time. I like to ask my students that in class. What do you, are you watching any new shows? Because sometimes I want an idea of a show to watch. Yeah. I think that's just a great uh, conversation starter. Uh, travel. You could talk about your travels of the year. You can ask how such and such trip went if you knew that they went on a big extravaganza. You could talk about traveling or maybe even talk about your dream vacation. Okay. Talk about that with your family. Uh, You could talk about health and wellness, get tips and tricks from other members of the family. (laughs) Amber, I could see you doing this on Thanksgiving because I'm sure that a lot of people today asked you how you lost all that weight. Uh, 100%. So did you give them tips and tricks or did you just redirect them to getmovingweightloss.com? As I'm shoveling food in my mouth, I'm like, y'all check out my Instagram. Yes, but, uh, you know, that that's just a few conversation starters uh, to talk about. Oh, and then last but not least, you could talk about food. Yeah, but that's always a sure bet yeah, with me. Talk about how great the food is, uh, thank the people who cook the food, and, and there you go. You could talk five, ten minutes on that. Oh, I could rant and rave for hours about my mother-in-law's cooking, so I'm sure that's why she likes seeing me come around. And then if all else fails, just talk about the weather. Oh, well. Boy, we're getting some cold weather, ain't we? (laughs) Colder my mommy's heart out there. (laughs) Yeah. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take Off the Cuff's song of the week break. And to keep it Thanksgiving-themed, I've got a little Thanksgiving music to play. So sit back, relax, eat you some sauerkraut and some, I don't know, sauerkraut. (laughs) That's cookout food, ain't it? (laughs) Not sauerkraut. Eat you some... Stuffing. Stuffing, turkey. Sweet taters. Sweet taters. And enjoy Off the Cuff Song of the Week with a little Ray Davies Thanksgiving Day. We'll be back after the song. A great way to spend Thanksgiving after you eat dinner is to get with your family and watch some movies. Just like on Christmas time, there's Christmas-themed movies that are excellent to watch on Christmas Day. On Thanksgiving Day, there's also a lot of great Thanksgiving-themed movies that you can watch. One of the most famous Thanksgiving movies to watch is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Love that movie. Yes, that's a great movie. It's a John Hughes movie. John from, Candy in it. Uh, 1987, John Candy and Steve Martin, they face a variety of insane obstacles while trying to get home for Thanksgiving. Um, Martin 
Martin Martin's Neil Page is a Chicago advertising man who is struggling to get back from New York while Candy's Dale Griffith is a goofball shower curtain ring salesman who's along for the ride. It's a great movie. If you've never seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, watch it. Recommend it. It's a classic. Home for the Holidays is another classic Thanksgiving movie from 1995. The synopsis of that is when her teenage daughter opts out of Thanksgiving, single mother Claudia Larson travels along to her childhood home for an explosive holiday dinner with her dysfunctional family. Claudia quickly tries or Claudia quickly tires of her parents, her long-suffering sister, her snobby brother-in-law, and her nutty aunt. But the evening gets interesting when sparks fly between Claudia and her brother's handsome friend, Leo Fish. Oh. There is also the famous A Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That's my favorite. You want to hear a secret? Yeah. I've never seen that. (gasps) We need to change that. I've never seen it. I know in grade school they used to show it, but I never paid attention to it. See, now, I was in the back of the room paying attention. You were in the front of the room just bopping around. Yes. There is also a movie that the internet is suggesting. It's called Creesha. Creesha? Creesha, K-R-I-S-H-A. Uh-huh. It's a 2015 Thanksgiving-themed movie. The synopsis here, tensions rise at a Thanksgiving gathering when a troubled woman reunites with the extended family that she abandoned years earlier. Mm. Sounds like a Thanksgiving drama. Oh. But those are some suggestions for Thanksgiving. You can check those out with your family, and it will be a nice little cherry on top to close out your Thanksgiving day. But ladies and gentlemen, we got lots more off the cuff to go, so stick with us. We'll be right back after these words. Everybody to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. This is Off the Cuff's Thanksgiving special. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It is November the 25th, 2021. Thanksgiving Day. A lot to be thankful for because we are blessed. Both of us, Amber. Absolutely. Amber. Oh, look at us. We almost talked at the same time. Did you have something to say? I did. You know, you you gave the best Thanksgiving movies, but I think you left out one, and I think I'm going to tell a secret on myself. Sure. My favorite thing to watch on Thanksgiving, the Jerry Springer Thanksgiving special. (laughs) I could only imagine what that show was like. That tells you what kind of family I come from. (laughs) Is this a... Something he does every year, or used to do every year. No, it was a one. It was a one-time thing, yeah. and they had a <laughs> they had a almost said a client. They had a guest come on who was sleeping with multiple members of her family, and multiple members of her family were sleeping with her person. And you know, Jerry sent out his executive producers, you know, much as you do me, to get random items to bring for these guests, and it was a Thanksgiving feast. That would be terrible to find out that. A girl at Thanksgiving dinner was sleeping with multiple members of the family. <laughs> While you're trying to eat a, a, a turkey turkey leg. That would be bad. But I was particularly blessed this past weekend, Amber, because I got to go to the UK football game. 
and I got to watch the UK versus New Mexico game, which we gave away tickets last week. We did. And the winner, his name was... Clayton? Clayton. Him and his girlfriend went. They posted pictures. Looks like they had a great time. I think they did. So I'm happy for them. But I was also there, and Amber, it was a different experience. Yeah, you were. I got to sit... Again, in the rich seats. Now, I've talked about sitting in the rich seats before at UK football games. The first time that happened, it was a couple years ago. I got to sit on the 50-yard line in the paddock box, which is just a big patio, and it's just where the rich people just kind of go and hang out. But for this particular game, I wasn't in the paddock box. I was actually in a suite. Mm. I was in the R.J. Corman suite. Uh-huh. And it's also shared with Central Bank. Ah. So if you know anything about U.K. sponsors, Central Bank, R.J. Corman, huge corporate sponsors of the U.K. athletics. Probably one of the two biggest. Yes. Yeah, so we was in a suite mingling with the people from R.J. Corman and Central Bank. So my buddy Chad, who's been on the show before, he works for R.J. Corman. He got the tickets, so we got to sit up in the suite. Different experience. It's the only way to watch a football game. Don't rub that in my face. Come on. It's amazing. But I want to talk about my observations that I had while getting to enjoy that experience. So we get to the game, and it's cold. Oh, yeah. Which... It's never fun for people sitting at a football game to sit in cold weather. That's never fun. But when we get there, we have to go up this elevator. And oh, wait, you went up an elevator? Yes, we don't walk the steps. We walk. We, ha- <laughs> we get to go up a private elevator where, really, the only two people on the elevator was me, Chad, and the elevator girl. Oh, wait, there's actually an elevator attendant? Yes, there was an elevator attendant. And wow. she greets us, says hello, and... It was weird because nobody checked our pockets. Nobody made sure uh, that we didn't have any weapons on us. And I was thinking to myself, you know, rich people commit crimes, too. (laughs) Rich people can be mean as well, but they just trusted us. Apparently not at the U.K. football games, they ain't. And we get off the elevator at the top, and, of course, they verify that we do have the tickets to sit in the suite. We we do. They stamp our hands. they They put a bracelet on us. And we go and sit into the uh, R.J. Corman Central Bank suite. Now, we get in there, and it's amazing. So is it inside or outside? It's inside. It's inside. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. There's heat. Uh-huh. There's air conditioning if you need it, but there's heat. There was different flat screen TVs on the wall where you could watch other football games. Okay. There was all kinds of finger foods, and the finger foods that I like, like cheese, crackers, I bet fruit, you fingered them all to death. All even. to death. There was Coke. There was coffee. There was uh, the water. All kinds of things, just refreshments for you just to enjoy the game. There was ice cream. Were there any peanuts? There, yeah, there was peanuts. Okay. There was trail mix. <laughs> so outside of the suite, there was also a buffet of food, hamburgers, hot dogs, huh? uh, really nice potato I chips. you went to a football game, not a family reunion. Yes, and I'm talking like the nice potato chips, not just Lay's. I'm talking like the baked real potato chips. Uh, you're getting real fancy now. It was really, really nice, and it was that was for people who sat in the suites up at the upper level of the stadium. And Lynn Bowden, former quarterback for Kentucky, uh, was there to get recognized. I was standing in line and seen Lynn Bowden. What was you getting? 
uh, I, I actually was finished getting my food. Uh-huh. And Chad, my buddy who I was with, said, is that Lynn Bowden? And I said, I don't know. Let me go look. So I went up to Lynn Bowden. I said, excuse me. And I kind of got in his way to, <laughs> oh, to get a fork. Gosh. And then when I did, I was I looked right at him in the eyes. And I said, oh, yeah, that's Lynn Bowden. Like a weirdo. I don't know why I didn't like why I did what I did. I should have said, "Hey, what's up, Lynn?" or something like that. Probably because we always have awkward encounters. Yeah, awkward encounters with anybody with recognition. It never fails. It's going to be an awkward moment. <laughs> but we get back into the suite. The chairs are obviously cushioned, oh. like theater seats. And so you actually do have like assigned seats in there. I mean, there's about sixteen chairs. Yeah. So, I think they do it. I think we did have a number on our ticket, but there was no numbers on the chairs. Oh. So, but there's enough chairs in there for the amount of people allowed in the suite. Okay. So, you can sit down if you want, but you have this big, gigantic view of the field. So, it's just glass, I'm assuming. It's just glass, and you can open the glass up if you want. Oh. You can close it if you want, and it is just amazing. We got to watch Senior Day, because it was Senior Day. It was really, really nice. I really did enjoy it. I mean, we walked around and looked at other suites uh, during halftime. We just wanted to see what kind of people could afford those suites, because... They're about $75,000 per season. That's gross. Most people can't afford that. So that is bought and purchased by companies, mostly corporate sponsors, because it's $75,000 a season. And it's really a great thing to have if you are rich because it's a great place to take people to entertain them. Exactly. Like I was in the suite with some people, and I'll tell you about the people in just a minute. I've not gotten to that point. (laughs) But I was in the suite with some people that were from out of town that their family members brought them up from New Mexico, and they were thinking, like, wow, this is a great experience. And I would love to take a friend to a suite to entertain, like an out-of-town friend or a relative to to let them experience that. That's a great way to entertain. So there's that. But then... When we looked around to the other suites, and I was wondering, you know, who could afford this kind of stuff? Obviously, the Calipari family had a suite. Of course. Uh, There was a suite for former UK Athletics. Oh. Uh, There was a a Joe Craft suite. Mm. Uh, There was a lot of coal mining suites. Oh, that's interesting to see. Well, it is because you got to think, coal miners, those, that's old money. Exactly. And a lot of those people could swallow people and money. But it was people like that that had suites. Paul Miller. Mm. You know, it was, you know, the the cor- people that you see, McDonald's, people that you see that are corporate sponsors had suites. Coca-Cola. Big wigs. The big wigs. And it's not like you have to be a CEO of that company to get into the suite. It's a good incentive that uh, that companies give to their employees to work there. Absolutely. You work with us, you possibly could get sweet tickets, literally sweet tickets. <laughs> you could get the sweet to the to the UK football games. So it was it was pretty cool to see all of that. But then there was the people inside the suite. Mm. Because Amber, there are the haves and there are the have-nots. And on that particular day, Chad and I were haves. Uh-huh. Uh, we were not a part of the have-nots. You get treated like you like you are somebody if you're in that suite. And we walked in, and, of course, we both have one mask because we wasn't aware of what it was going to be like in there. Yeah. And 
there was a guy came and said, yeah, we've all been vaxxing here. And, of course, there was one guy in there said, well, I've not. Mm. <laughs> so it kind of started a little awkward tension right at the beginning. Keep your mouth shut, yeah. buddy. And then he was like, yeah, I don't believe in it in anything. I was like, oh, my gosh, are we really going to talk about COVID and the vaccine in this suite? Like, let's all just enjoy each other's company because it is an intimate situation because it's small. So you really do have to – you're spending four hours with these people. And the, what, there's like 16 people? Is yeah. that how many chairs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's like less than 20 people, and you got to be around these people for four hours. Yes. There was one woman in there complaining about the size of the spoons. She was upset that they were too small. Well, yeah. So I said God gave you two hands for a reason there, lady. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you had people with their pinkies out drinking their Coca-Cola right, with, their, come on. with their plastic cups. But And you, you got to think, a lot of these people, it's kind of like that prison, that Stanford prison experiment where they are in this environment and all of a sudden they just think they're up here and everybody else is down here. Uh, Hoity-toity. And it's like you're still the same person you was before you walked into this suite because a lot of the people that you're in the suite with aren't rich. They got tickets just like Chad and I did. Exactly. Their company gave it to them. Yeah, be like, baby, when you get off that elevator, 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 elevator girl don't go with you. Right. It reminds me of when I sit in the rich seats a couple years ago when there was this guy in there uh, that went to the bathroom and they have mouthwash beside on the sink and he picked it up and used it as soap because he didn't know no better. (laughs) So you can really tell when it's somebody's first time in situations like that. But it was a nice experience. UK did win that game 56-216. The cats did cover, so if you listen to me, you did not get to put free money in your Ooh, pocket. Yes. That's a first. I in really didn't I really didn't think that Kentucky would cover, but they did. Yes, New Mexico State was that awful. But the cats only have got one more game to go. They face Louisville this Saturday and the game is opening up with the Cardinals being the favorite, a two point five favorite. Uh it may seem odd that Kentucky is an underdog, but Remember, the Cardinals have four losses in games which they were tied or led in the fourth quarter. So don't let their 6-5 and five record fool you into thinking that this is a game Kentucky should win comfortably. That's not the case. It's going to be a pick 'em. It's going to be a game where it's anybody's ball game. Anybody could win this one. I was going to say you're going to have to explain what a pick 'em is because I don't know. Well, in the world of betting, a pick 'em means it could go either way. It's okay. either or. Okay. Kentucky leads the all-time series 17-15, and 15, thanks to three wins in the last four editions of the Governor's Cup. It's always fun to watch that Governor's Cup challenge to see who is the king of football for the year. Uh, but it could go either way. The 2021 college football regular season finale will feature a primetime clash between the two teams. And it will be on ESPN2 at 7.30. That's going to be a cold, cold game to go to. That's going to be a no from me. Yeah, who wants to go and sit out in cold weather? I'm not a fan of sitting in extreme heat or extreme cold. No. That's just not fun to me. Now, if I was in a suite, I would go. Well, now, look, we can't always live the sweet life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going, to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. And because I lost... The betting 
uh, on the last uh, game, I'm not going to give you my betting tips no. for this game. Sorry, folks. No. It's just not going to happen. But we do have one more segment to go right here on Off the Cuff, so stick with us. We'll be right back. We've come to the time in the season when family and friends gather near to offer a prayer of thanksgiving for blessings we've known through the years. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in studio with me. Last segment of the hour. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. This is Off the Cuff's Thanksgiving special. Had a lot of great Thanksgiving topics on today's show. Hopefully everybody enjoyed this as an entertaining hour. Maybe some people listen to the show as they ate dinner, Amber. Well, hopefully they giggled as much as I did about the bad Thanksgiving jokes. (laughs) They're supposed to be corny for a reason. But before we let you go and spend more time with your family, I want to update everyone on the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. On November 19th, the jury reached a unanimous verdict after more than 25 hours of deliberation spanning four days. Kyle Rittenhouse was found not guilty on all accounts. The thing about that is, after knowing the facts, looking into it, yes, he was defending himself. He was defending himself in in the town where he went to, he says, protect his property. And at the end of the day, he was he was protecting himself. He was defending himself. But my whole thing is you shouldn't have even been there to begin with. But that's neither here or there. The bottom line is, is that he was getting attacked and he did the only thing he could do and defend himself. So it is nice to know that self-defense isn't a crime and people will still accept that because that's what Kyle Rittenhouse was pretty much doing. He was defending himself. The only thing that I have a problem with is the fact that this guy should not have even been there. He should have stayed at home because he put himself in a situation where he had to kill people. But he did an interview with Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Uh, they're calling him all over the internet. They're calling Kyle Rittenhouse an American hero. They're saying that if more young men were like Kyle Rittenhouse, the world would be a better place. And that is just blowing my mind that people are saying that. Okay, yeah, the boy defended himself and he got found not guilty. But to call the boy an American hero is ridiculous. It reminds me of the Nick Sandman case back in a couple years ago, 2018, I believe it was, when he got into a bunch of trouble in Covington. Do you remember that situation when uh, he was the, he was at side at of the White a, House? Yeah, and he got into an altercation with an older, I think, gentleman from maybe a reservation or yeah. And the media pretty much crucified Nick Sandman and made him look like the bad guy when, he, in fact, he wasn't the bad guy. And then Nick Sandman ended up suing and getting millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the same thing is going to happen to Kyle Rittenhouse. I mean, he just did a Fox News interview where he was paid a million dollars to do. Wow. So this guy, this kid, is now a rich man. 
And it's crazy that he got rich after killing people. Now, I get it. I get it. You killed them because you had to. Self-defense is not a crime. I agree with that. And I believe that everybody has the right to defend themselves. But the dude put himself in a situation that he should have never been in to begin with. And that's what I have have an issue with. Dude looking like an active shooter with his little army pants on and his little AK-47 or AR-15, whatever semi-automatic weapon he had, going there acting like a big shot. I just... I. I don't get it, but, you know, my mentality on that is, you know, this life is only temporary, and we've got a bigger judgment that we all have to face at the end of the day, so, you know. It was America's hottest court case for the year 2021, and after the verdict was read, Kyle Rittenhouse did sit down for a long interview with Tucker Carlson, so you can check that out on social media. It's everywhere. It's on YouTube, but I've got a audio clip to play. From Kyle Rittenhouse, he speaks for the first time after the verdict is read. This is on the car ride home from the courthouse, so this is this is fresh. Now, the thing about Kyle Rittenhouse, though, is the media did portray him to be. Uh, I mean, they they did crucify him. They did. They made him look worse than what he was. So I think that. That's why Fox News is getting so bent out of shape because they're conservative and they will do anything to fight against the liberals. But here is, Amber, the audio clip of Kyle Rittenhouse right after the verdict was read. How do you feel, man? The jury reached the correct verdict. Self-defense is not illegal. And I believe they came to the correct verdict and I'm glad that everything went well and it's been a rough journey, but we made it through it. We made it through the hard part. Well, glad that you made it through the hard part. Yes, you did not deserve to be punished because it was self-defense. However, let this be a lesson learned, dude. Don't put yourself in situations to where something like that could even happen. Nope. Stay home. Stay home. But ladies and gentlemen, that about wraps up another episode of Off the Cuff. Amber, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy holiday day to spend it again with me. I know this is two Thanksgivings that we have spent together on the air. No better place to stay. Right. So I do want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody for tuning us in. You can listen to all of our previous episodes by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. You can follow the co-host on social media at Ambu447. You can follow me, the host, on social media at The Adam Banks. We release new episodes of Off the Cuff every Thursday from 4 to 5 live right here on WLXU. And that means we will be back next week with a brand new episode. And next week, we are transitioning this show over to a holiday show because it is officially Christmas time. Because you know how I am, Amber. Christmas time starts the day after Thanksgiving. Christmas time's coming. So it will be nothing but Christmas music and all kinds of Christmas talk with some sprinkled in other talks as well. But I look forward to kicking that off. And next week, another surprise for everybody. It is that time again for Off the Cuff to reveal Adam Banks's. 10 Most Fascinating People 
of 2021. Now am I going to make the list this year? So to hear the list, you got to tune in next week. So Amber, make sure you tune into the show <laughs> to find out if you made the list. But ladies and gentlemen, that is Amber Turner. I'm Adam Banks, and this is Off the Cuff. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week. Say a prayer for Thanksgiving.